You want to change the world, son. So do I. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Curious Christians podcast. We hope that you're having a wonderful day. I am your host, Brandon Chavera, here with my co-host, Pastor Roger Kranz. Hey everyone. Guys, we'd just like to welcome you to this podcast and like to encourage you guys to visit us on Facebook. Go to our website, thecuriouschristians.com, follow us on Instagram, and most importantly, listen to this podcast and share this podcast. Guys, if it's the one thing that we're truly going to ask you to do, it's just to pray for us. Pray that this podcast uh, is... Uh, in God's will, pray, pray for us that uh, he'll have us uh, speak about the things that he wants us to speak about. And also, if you guys are cu- curious about something, write into us and ask a question because we'd love to answer it on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon, what is our um, topic for tonight? Today, we're going to talk about something that is sensitive. And I know I always bring in a topic and I say it's sensitive, it's curious. I always have a, <coughs> excuse me, I always have a word for it. But today, it's sensitive because it's going to be a set of eyes pointing back at us. We are all Christians or aspire to be Christians. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably because you have some sort of faith. And the eyes are now going to be pointing back at you with this question because this question revolves around judgment. So we as Christians, uh, we are unfortunately to a secular population to people that we are trying to convince to join our faith uh, people see us as judging and what I would like to know is what does God say about uh, us being uh, judgmental towards others what does God uh, think about it Wow another great question um, well let's start off with this you know um, let's realize right off the bat that there is only one righteous judge right? And that's God. Um, so there's there's really a paradigm uh, out there uh, that deals with judging others, and and the paradigm is this: that if I see someone doing something wrong, that it's okay for me to judge them and say, okay, well, it's obvious that they're doing something wrong, and 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 so the paradigm is: am I judging them, or is it you know is it okay for me to to, to share or say, uh, hey, they're doing something wrong. Um, you know, the Bible is real clear that we're known by the fruit we bear. And, and so if you see someone doing something inappropriate or something wrong, uh, it's not really judging them when they're showing you their fruit, in other words. So, so when you're seeing something, someone um, in a fault, let's say, um, you know, now if that's a brother uh, in the in the Lord, or that you know that's a church member, or whatever. You know, the Bible has specific um, things that we're to do. You know, we're to go to them and talk to them about that fault and and whatnot. Um, but in general, like you were talking about the general population, you were talking about uh, uh, you know walking down the street type scenario, um, the things we see every day, right? That's that's where your question was coming from. So, so in a situation like that, is it, is it wrong to say, okay, they're doing wrong? No, it's not. That's not judging someone. That's just simply not taking note of the fruit that's, that they're bearing with their life, right? Um, and I'm, I'm sure we've all been in that situation. We've been on both sides of that situation. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say that um, we categorize that as much of judging as recognizing something that's wrong. If I see somebody walk up to somebody else and punch them for no reason, um, I know that's wrong. And I'm not judging them saying, hey, I'm judging you that was um, that was bad and I'm physically judging you for it. I'm just recognizing that what you just did was wrong. So I think when, I'm, when I say judging, I think we're coming into a whole nother aspect of what judging means. And so um, I'd like to bring it back to when you just said that there's uh, the Bible clearly defines if uh, another church member or brother is doing something wrong and how you confront them. Um, I want to dive into that a little bit to see uh, how how the Bible actually says that, because um, say that someone has an issue with something like smoking. Uh, All of us are aware that smoking is bad and that it causes harm to your body. But there's certain people who uh, inevitably are just going to continue to do it. And, um, if you go to them day after day, a, you might push them away or B, um, that judgmental feeling that they're feeling might cause them to a be offended or B be offended by it or C just push back altogether. So how does the Bible say to go against something like that? And are you to repeatedly pass judgment on that person or, try and uh, explain to them why they're doing wrong, or if they know they're doing wrong, is it your job just to pray for them and move on? Yeah, you know, in in most cases, um, that's the advice we usually give when people come to us in private and they ask, you know, they're they're bringing something like that out. We we basically tell them to pray for for them. Um, You know, you should never go to someone. Here's something we learned a long time ago. You never have to tell someone when they're doing something wrong. They already know it. Right. So and, and, and they're not going to get away with it. They may get away with it here, but they're not going to get away with it with God. Right. Because he says, uh, you know, he's going to judge us by our works t- uh, as well. So they're not going to get away with it. Um, that being now, now that right there can bring peace to a lot of people. That's a you know, that's a gold nugget straight from God's word that, you know, no one gets away with anything. OK, period. Um, it, it ultimately. So, so um, the other piece of that, though, is um, in Matthew seven twenty, the Bible says, "Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them." So we we call it, you know, you're known by the fruit you bear. So, so a lot of times we'll see someone in a fault, and we'll want to go to them out of whatever it is, uh, love for them, out of respect for them, um, or or sometimes people just go go because they. They just like to be in control of things. But, you know, the first rule of thumb is you never want to go to someone and talk to them about their faults because the first thing they're going to do is turn that right back around on you. So you better be faultless if you're going to stand there and do that um, without God's voice. You know, you want to, you're not, you shouldn't never go to someone unless the spirit of the Lord is leading you to do that, first of all. That's the golden, that's the, the rule of thumb right there. Don't ever go to someone with and tell them, talk to them about their faults unless God is leading you to do that. Matter of fact, um, Jesus gave a great teaching about that. He said, you know, why should you go tell your brother um, that he's got a splinter in his eye when you've got a tree in yours, right? So so don't ever do that. that that's just the wrong way to approach things. Have an ear to hear what the Spirit says unto you. Right. And if God's God's leading you to go talk to that person, then by all means, be obedient and go. But don't take that upon yourself. You don't want to go down that road. 
Yeah, and I would like to emphasize that because I believe that the issues that people face, um, specifically in the church, when we're talking, because that's a, that's right now what the subject we're on is that is we're talking about in the church, is I feel like more people take it upon themselves, uh, probably when they're not uh, led by God to do so, to address an issue or to pass judgment on someone for doing something, and they don't get any benefit out of it because. They're doing something that God has not commanded them to do, and in doing so, they cause discord. Absolutely, and it's not just that they're not going to get a benefit. It most likely it's going to blow up on them. It's going to come back on them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, you know, just just a little story here. Um, and I've always said that I'm going to be completely honest on this podcast, and this is me stepping <clears throat> forward in my faith and understanding you know, the, the, um, the, the path that I'm taking in the walk, but just for anyone who's ever been in a situation in the church, um, originally when I first, uh, started church, um, I came here with my wife and, um, I, I'd been in church a few times. This is when I was new to my faith. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I'm not ashamed to say that, uh, me and my wife had a child out of wedlock and, um, do I understand that it was wrong? Of course. And the more that I grow in my faith, um, I believe that, you know, God has plans for us all, but that what having child out of wedlock is not something that God intends for people. But I think that in that moment, that when we were able to forgive ourselves and ask God for forgiveness, that we were able to go in front of the church and um, talk to them. And that was hard for me to do was to go in front of the church and to tell people, look, we've already asked God for forgiveness. This is where we stand with it. And we understand that this is wrong, but we know that God's going to bless us from here on out. And um, I felt that some people understood. Some people gave us hugs. and I felt like we got cold shoulders from others. And that type of judgment right there led me and my wife to not want to come back to church for a long time, almost until after we had the baby. And then the first time we brought the baby into the church, um, I remember on the ride home, my wife telling me that she felt like some people were looking at us and almost like that baby was a sin, like, oh, that baby's a sin because you guys had him out of wedlock. And so that type of judgment right there actually pushed us further. And it was our choice. Obviously, we should have asked God and came back. And, you know, that's a whole other topic. But that is an effect of judgment is that if you pass judgment on someone and I can I don't think God was telling anyone in that church who did give us the cold shoulder (laughs) to give us the cold shoulder. (laughs) But I do think that that right there had a very negative impact on us. Sure. And and that's why, you know, um, the Bible says, you know, that uh, don't worry about the sword that can kill you. Worry about the tongue. You know, don't worry about the sword that can kill you physically. Worry about the tongue that can kill you spirit, uh, uh, spiritually. So, so you know, yeah, we have to watch our actions um, and, and definitely don't want to be judging people like that. And you're absolutely right. Um, God didn't tell any of those people to judge you or give you the cold shoulder. Um, I, I do want to go back to what you said earlier, though, um, because that baby did turn out to be a huge blessing. And God just had, that's the kind of God we serve. He, he just has a way of taking our foolishness and turning it into his righteousness. And, and I just can't tell you how much of a blessing that, that, that child is now. 
Um, we could spend the whole podcast yeah. on that, but we, I know we can't. <laughs> can't imagine my uh, life without her. You know, most of the time, though, when when people are given that cold shoulder, or they're 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 judging uh, with their looks, or they're they're you know they're whispering um, in a in a, a salty breath. You know what they're doing is they're they're directing attention to someone else, so that the attention gets directed away from them, and uh, it, that's a that's a big part of judge being judgmental. Um, you know, if, if you ever ask someone, you know, like we, we've done that before. God's had us rebuke people um, for their judgment. And we've walked right up to them and said, why did you say that? Why would you say something like that? You know, and, and, and rebuke them right there in love. You know, um, God doesn't pull punches when it comes to those kind of things. Matter of fact, you really want to know how serious of a matter it is. Um, read, read in your Bible what happens to someone who offends one of God's little ones. You know, the Bible says it's worse than a millstone tied around your neck and being thrown into the deepest part of the ocean. It, it, don't offend God's little ones, you know, it, it, by, by judging them. That's, that's the wrong road to go down, right? Yeah, and so far up until now, we've talked about um, judgment, and I feel like we've been aiming as someone who physically offends another. But uh, with that, and I won't dive too deep into this because I'm sure this is going to be an entire another topic um, of a podcast one day. But um, I think the worst, the absolute very worst judgment that uh, we face today is gossip. Um, gossip is a terrible disease that plagues our society and it plagues churches, it plagues hearts, it plagues every aspect of our lives. Sure. And it is something that all of us fall um, victim to and it, it needs to be something that we try to actively address but you know judgment isn't just you going up to that person and saying hey what you're doing is wrong without God giving you that that um, you know will to do that sure. but to go to another church member or go to a friend and say I heard so and so is doing this and you gossip about it that is the most toxic yeah, that's that's a form of judgment that the deceiver uses. Um, it's called sowing discord among the brethren. And it, once again, you know, think of think of the outcome. You know, I, I challenge all of our um, let's challenge all of our listeners to go to the the word. I'm not going to tell them where to find it. Let them find it. Google it if you have to. But go to the word and find out what God says when you offend someone. And that's where that judgmental spirit comes in. Judgmental, a judgmental spirit is always going to lead to an offense. It's going to offend someone. And that's the kind of, of judgment that the deceiver uses to sow discord uh, in a friendship, in a family, in a church. Um, he uses that. It's just, and it's just one of those simple little whispers. Um, hey, go tell so-and-so what so-and-so did. You know, it, just that little, little piece of sowing discord can split a church. It, you know yeah and so you know when we talk about that and we talk about gossip and how serious of an issue it is it leads me to this you know this this question um because i feel like in in everything we've talked about so far um in christianity and our faith um christians usually understand something that we need to do and we actively try to fix it but this is an issue because we all realize that we're imperfect people and we all realize that we have our flaws. So what causes us to judge others 
when we ourselves know that we are hiding our own flaws because we all have them. We're imperfect people. Well, I, I think that's a good question. I think it goes back to what we said earlier about, you know, a lot of times when when people are pointing a finger um, and, and being judgmental, they're, they're, you know, psychologically trying to get everyone's attention off of them onto someone else. And um, you're absolutely right. If, if everybody would just stop and think, that's why the Bible teaches us to be quick to hear and slow to speak and then slow to wrath. So that's only one quick and two slows, right? Quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Um, it, it's, it's just another way that God uses to um, disciple us and to transform us um, so that we don't become gospers. We don't become judgmental. Um, but I, I, you know, to answer your question, I believe it, it, it just leads, it, they do it because they don't want the attention on themselves. Um, and that's what sin and guilt does to you. <laughs> You know, remember what uh, Adam and Eve did when they found out they were naked? They, the Bible says they sewed fig leaves together and they hid from God. And when he asked them, what, where are you? They said, you know, why were you hiding? And he said, well, because we were naked. <laughs> you know, who told you you were naked? Um, well, you know, they, and, and then God knew what had happened. So, I mean, uh, that's, that's why people do that. So if somebody who sees something that they are uh, against... Um, you know, in, instead of passing judgment, what would God have them do if he has not commanded them to physically say something to this person? How do they go about it? Because some people are just overwhelmed with this need to say something or do something or gossip. How can somebody in that position control themselves? Yeah, we all know people like that. Um, first of all, those are the ones you really do need to pray for um, because that, that's, that's their issue. You know, everybody has issues, but that's their issue. They, they don't know how to bridle that tongue. You know, the Bible says the tongue's the hardest thing to bridle. Out of all the members, the tongue is the hardest. And, 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 and the Bible's right. It's hard for us to bridle that tongue. It's hard to be quick to hear and slow to speak. It's hard. It's difficult. And, and without practice, it's almost impossible. So, um, yeah, when people are, are in that judgmental um, state, um, one of the things that we want to make sure that we're doing is being a good witness to them. Um, that's the, the thing about being a Christian. You know, as a Christian, uh, you don't want to be out there gossiping and, and being judgmental to other people. Um, and I think people look at that. They, they see that in, in others. I know um, in, in many of the churches we've, we've uh, ministered in, uh, when we first got there, um, it's always been that case. There's always, you know, there's always that few that gossip and there's always that few that are judgmental and there's always those few that are negative. But over time, over time, as God uh, uses us to disciple them and to transform them and, and the, the spirit is working over time in that church, what happens is they get weeded out. And so you end up having more people with a good witness and less people that are gossiping and judging. And what happens is those people that, those last few that are still judging and gossiping and being negative, they stand out like a sore thumb. They just stand out. And, and, and that's one of the ways that God can use um, the witness of everyone else to help them get over it. Yeah. And like I said, I know that we can do an entire podcast on gossiping because there's just so many avenues you can go sure. down with that. 
But um, as we reach kind of the uh, the ending part of the podcast, I'd like to switch the subject since we're on um, judging. I'd like to bring it to a portion of the Bible that I'd like you to explain for us because this is something that I uh, am not. I know about it, but I'm not all too familiar with it. And I'd like you to kind of break it down for um, the listeners and give us an insight into it. And that's the final judgment. And when the Bible talks about that, what is it talking about? What is it? Uh, what is that in reference to? And what does that mean for us believers? Well, the, there's um, there's there's two different thoughts on the final judgment, um, and and there it's just a lack of teaching that's out there. That's all it is. The the fi- when we talk about the final judgment, that's the last judgment. That's the judgment where the uh, Satan gets judged and 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 all that. A lot of people misinterpret that, and they they think the final judgment is when you die, and and it's your final judgment. But let's address that because you know the Bible said it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what you believe right now. It really doesn't matter because the Bible says there's going to be a day. I mean, you may we're talking. You know, this is the Curious Christians podcast, so we're believing that the majority of people that listen to this would be a Christian. But I'm sure. That there's going to be people listening to this podcast that aren't that it, that aren't Christians, right? And 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 that's okay because maybe you know maybe God's working on you through the podcast. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, He'll send you to a church that uh, will make sense to you. I don't know. That's between you and God. But but here's the thing: the Bible says no matter what you believe now, there'll be a day when every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So what does that mean? Well, that means that no matter what you believe right now, there's going to be a day that you will kneel, you will bow down, and you will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, you know, we use that scripture for this reason. Why don't you just do it now and get it over with? Why don't you just have the faith as a grain of a mustard seed and believe right now? so that you don't have to be judged for all your sins. The Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. If you'll just believe in his son, just call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved, right? So so get that taken care of now because it doesn't matter what you believe now. What's gonna matter is that day, every knee from every, you mean even Muslim? Yeah, Muslim. You mean even uh, a Catholic? Yeah, Catholic. You mean uh, uh, Methodist? Yeah, Methodist. Baptist? Yeah, Baptist. Every, everyone, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So so that being said, I wanna, I wanna pop a scripture in here. And the scripture is found in 2 Corinthians 5.10, where the Bible says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. So the great thing about God, the great thing about God is this, that he, he always rewards you for what you do. Now, the, the bad part of that is he's also gonna reward you for the bad things you did. He's also gonna reward you for the good things you did. So everything you've done in this body is going to be judged, right? So, so why not? Why not do good, right? Why not spend your life doing good, so that you'll be rewarded for your good works? Because rest assured, you will be rewarded for all your works, 
even the bad ones. So, so if, if your life is riddled with sin and you, you just don't know which way to turn and maybe you've never really asked the Lord Jesus into your heart, let today be the day of your salvation. Go to the Lord, because why? Because he promises that when you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, all your sins are forgiven and you start over. It's a do-over. You start over fresh with a clean white robe and there is no sin. You know, the great thing about God is when he forgives your sin, he forgets it. It's not like we do. Like we say, well, I forgive you, but then we get mad three weeks later and we bring it back up again, right? God doesn't do that. When he forgives, he forgets. So that's the wonderful thing about God. So, so you know, examine yourself and see where you are in your walk with God. And if you've never asked him into your heart, let today be the day of your salvation so that you don't have to be judged for all those things. So when we talk about the final judgment, are we talking about when Jesus himself returns to this earth? Are we talking about when uh, you personally face the Lord at the time of your death? Well, that's what we were saying. You know, a lot of people think the final judgment is when they face the Lord. That, that's the, the final judgment is at the very end of all this when, you know, uh, Satan is judged and he's sentenced and all that. When you say Satan is judged, so even Satan will go before Absolutely. the Lord and be judged for all of his wrongdoings. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Bible says every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, yeah. The, 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 the thing we, the, the takeaway for all this, the takeaway is this, we're all going to be judged. That's why I wanted to bring that, that second Corinthians five ten in there, because there, there's going to be a day that we all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and everyone will be judged according to the work they've done in this body. So, so, you know, number one, if you, if you don't know the Lord Jesus, you know, find him, know him, call upon him, seek him, knock and, and, and get him in your life where all the sins that you've done up to this point will be forgiven. And then you're starting fresh. Will you mess up again? Probably. But then you just repent of it and go on, right? So that, so that when you do stand before him, you're receiving good rewards, right? You're not being judged for the bad things you did. You're being rewarded for the good things you did, right? Yeah, and I think that um, I think it's very important that people understand that um, he is the only one who is the true judge. You know, I think in society today that we get caught up in the imperfect system that we've um, that we've placed, where we have judges, and we have juries, and everything is based around other people judging you. But one day, you're right. There is going to be a day where you stand before God and you are judged for everything that you've done. And I think, you know, um, earlier I'd walked in on the, uh, the back half of, uh, the, the evening, uh, church session. And, um, I heard you speaking about, I think, I I don't know exactly what the um, full thing was about, but I heard you talking about, um, you know, being known by the, um, the fruit you bear, or you were saying something along like, why not do it? And so instantly mine went to, you know, you're, you're known by the, the fruit you bear. And so if, if you go out there and you're doing things that are good and you're actively, um, doing things in God's name and you're being that good person, then I feel like you're going to go before God on that judgment day 
and you're going to you're going to be excited almost. I mean, there's probably things that you are going to have to, you know, repent for, but if you do all these good works. And that's that actually relates back to another podcast before where we said, you know, why um, you know, if I've been saved for by Jesus and why do I have to work for God? Well, because there's so much that you can do and all these rewards are building up for you. And I, you know, I I hope that one day I get to a point where I can be excited to go before God and have him say these are all the good works that you've done. And I get to see rewards for actual good things that I've done. On top of feeling good in this secular world that we have, you know, if you if you do good works, you're going to feel good regardless because God's going to put that happiness or, or that joy. <laughs> <Let's>, right. <laughs> we'll That's make right. sure that we say joy. He's going to put that joy in your heart for doing those good works. And if that's how you feel when you do good works on this earth, just imagine how it's going to feel when you get to heaven. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, good thoughts there. Um, real good thoughts. Here, here's, here's a last question to think about um, before, we, before we sign off. Um, we ask this question quite often in, in our, um, a lot of our private classes. Um, if you were to meet Jesus today, you know, would you be able to look him in the eye or would you approach him with your head hanging down? That's something to think about. Yeah, take a take a moment to think about it, and if if the answer isn't that you're gonna be able to look at them, then something needs to change. And I think it's very important that um, if if we can take away one thing from this podcast, it's that we all need to try and um, be better about uh, not being as judgmental and come from a place of love. You know, that's that's where ultimately the church needs to be that's where god wants us to be and if he lays it upon your heart to do something you'll know so um every last sin that someone does doesn't need to always be addressed and i feel like that um sometimes can lead to um unfortunately things happening in the church i know in my short time that i've been here i've physically seen it and it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking to see something so um so you know little divide a church yeah, um, you know, we have, we have a saying um, in the church. We say, you know, when you go, when you go out, out these church doors, that you should be leaving, you should be uh, dripping a trail of love uh, that leads all the way back to the cross. Uh, let someone stumble across your trail of love, you know, and, and, and so they can follow it back to the cross. So when God saves us, he, he expects us to be the first fruits of many. So, um, you know, if you haven't told someone uh, Jesus loves you, if you haven't told someone, hey, don't leave this earth without Jesus in your heart, um, start doing that. Start sharing the good news. Yep. And as, as you do it, it's only going to get easier. So uh, one last thing before we left. What was uh, you had said earlier in the podcast, um, you wanted some uh, like homework for people to, to look up something. What was that? Um, uh, that was to look up um, what happens when you offend another one of God's children. Okay. So he didn't give you the exact uh, the exact place to find that in the Bible. I know we kind of touched base on it just a little bit. But uh, if anyone can look that up and write that into <clears throat> our Facebook or Instagram or our website, thecuriouschristians.com, the first person who writes that in, uh, just go ahead and leave your name and we'll get in touch with you. And if you answer it, then we will get you a t-shirt. Yeah, good idea. So, guys, that's all the time that we had for our podcast tonight. We are super excited to see this community growing, and uh, we love having you guys here. We're just going to ask that you continue to pray for us and uh, just 
pray for this podcast, pray for what it means, and pray for the people who listen. And uh, let's become this group of curious Christians that we know that we can be. We'll catch you guys next time.